of Yahweh, my Father, my Lord, maker of all things made. You are worthy of praise. You are worthy of our praise and our thanks. Father God, you are. Lord Jesus, you are. Aman. You came. You died. You rose so that we can also rise with you to spend eternity in heaven, to have faith in Father God and believe that you are the only begotten Son of our Father God. And we are heirs and joint heirs in the estate of heaven, our home, this place we are. We reside here, we walk through this place, but this is not our home. Our home is in heaven. We are children of Lord God Almighty. Father God, thank you for this time to share, uplift, and encourage my brothers and sisters. Abba Yahweh, Aman. Yeshua, Aman. Barakritos, Aman. Brothers and sisters, the last few podcasts I've shared with you in the darkness and these things that are coming and are some here, and it hurts me deeply in my heart to, to look around and see these things and these activities that are going on but what grieves me deeply and some and oft times deeper and more so is to see that there are members of the brethren that know or claim the bible and claim to be christian and yet they walk this plane of existence fearfully not just afraid of things, but fearfully. And their actions and reactions are being driven by fear. Brothers and sisters, remember, God doesn't mind if we're afraid. He knows that there are things that make us afraid, but not to be fearful. For Lord God Almighty is sovereign over all things. Brothers and sisters, remember, El Shaddai, he is all-sufficient, almighty God. And he is our banner. He is Nisi, Lord, my banner. Rafa, Lord, my healer. And he is Sabbath, Lord of hosts. And my shalom, Lord of my peace remembers brothers and sisters that he is with us all the time he has promised that and the lord jesus christ has promised that he would be with us until the end of the age brothers and sisters things are dark here but remember that lord jesus christ came he overcame the world he came to be the light of the world and we are also called with, to have him in us to be a reflection of that self-same light. Lord is in us and with us all the time. Lord Jesus Christ is in us. If we have accepted and believe that Jesus Christ is the only begotten Son of God and we have faith in God, then fearful living is just not in my vocabulary and not in my dictionary. There are things that frighten me. There are things that trouble me. 
these things that are going on, these egregious behavior of these people that are sworn to protect and take care of us and are not. It is a frightening thing, and I never thought in my years that I spent in the military as a veteran, a patriot, an American, that I would see these things happening. But brothers and sisters, one thing I do know, and I have faith that he is able, I am persuaded to keep those things that I have committed unto him against that day. As Paul wrote in his letters in that song, I know not when my Lord may come at night or noonday fair. I know not if I'll lay me down or rise to meet him in the air, but I know in whom I am believing and am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. I am, brothers and sisters, by the word of God, the truth, his knowledge and his wisdom that he trusts me to share with others. So I am not fearful. I am not fearful. These things here. And as Paul wrote to the Colossians in chapter 3, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above and not on things on this earth. That's what many do. And I have heard even members of the body that have said, oh, this is my home. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to turn my back on my home. And I don't dissuade them or get into judgment for them for that. It saddens me because, brothers and sisters, I just shared, this is not our home. We are passing through here. Once we have accepted Jesus Christ and have been washed in his blood, have accepted him as the only begotten son of God and have faith in God, we are on a work visa here to do our father's business, to be about our father's business. That's what he has called us to do, to share the word of God, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, that everyone would have the opportunity to accept what he offers, a free offering from Lord God Almighty. Continuing in verse three, for ye are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life shall appear, then ye also appear with him in glory. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil con concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry, for which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them. But brethren and sisters, we have been cleansed of those things, accepting Jesus Christ and his sacrifice for us. And now we walk in, and righteousness, and I beseech you, brothers and sisters, to stay in the word. Seek his face. Seek those things that are higher than what is here on this earth, that are in the walk of mammon. Brothers and sisters, 
so many things going on, but brothers and sisters, we have no fear because God is with us always. He has promised that. And brothers and sisters, we have to just look to those things that God promises for us. And we have to remember that he is our salvation. He came for that purpose. Remember John 3.16, that two-letter little word that God so loved us. Jesus Christ came for us to be with us. He is our rock. He is our rock in this weary land, this dreary land, a shelter in the time of storm. And sometimes, brothers and sisters, <laughs> we run from the very thing that we should be running to. He is our shelter in the time of storm. And when things become tumultuous and rather than hunkering down and whining and, and oh, why, why, why? Keep walking. Hold his righteous right hand that he, he extends for us to walk with us, beside us at all times. And, and I've shared with you before, I believe, about that lithograph. I, I love that thing, the, the footprints in the sand. And when the person looked back, he only saw one set of footprints. And he questioned God, he said, God, why? Where did you go? And God just looked down and said, that's when I was carrying you. He does that for us, brothers and sisters. We cannot let go of that faith that God never leaves. He will not leave us nor forsake us. He will not walk away. And he won't take us into something and then just leave us in the midst to fend for ourselves. He is there with us. And we have to remember that sometimes these tumultuous occasions are to increase our faith, faith and our strength in that faith. And it's not something to just beat us up. And we also have to remember that we have to rebuke those words that come into our mind because the seeds of weeds that Satan will throw into our mindset and those minions that are working for him to have us doubtful, to have us wondering and questioning. I share with you, brothers and sisters, remember this, that, that David went through all these things, but he also remembered every time that he went back to God. And he said, you are my Lord, my God, and in you is my strength. And I share with you now that in Paul's letter to the Philippians in chapter 2. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, of any comfort of love, of any fellowship of the Spirit, of any bowels and mercies, fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, have the same love, being of one accord and of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem 
other better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. That means that we must take care of one another. And when Cain, when God came and asked, well, where is Abel? And he said, oh, my, my brother's keeper. Well, right here is the answer. Yes, we are our brother's keeper. We are to take care of one another. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Yeshua man. He is praiseworthy for this that he did for us, brothers and sisters. That in the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. They will be compelled. Brothers and sisters, I would much rather have the choice of kneeling because he is worthy. He is Lord God that came to earth for us, the only begotten son. And he is worthy of that praise and adoration that we have. I want to do it because I want to confess that thing openly and freely and willingly. But brothers and sisters, there will come a time where there will be those that will be compelled to do so. Remember, I shared the difference and I shared those words with you that there are going to be those that are going to be compelled to kneel and bow and they will confess and admit that Jesus Christ is Lord. They won't have a choice about it. Those are the disobedient. Those are the rebellious. Those are the ones who refuse to believe that Jesus Christ came. They are the ones who refuse to have faith in God and believe that God is sovereign over all things. That time is coming. But brothers and sisters, as children of God, accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior and faith in God, kneel down by choice and say, yes, Jesus, you are Lord. You are the lion of the tribe of Judah. You have come as my king. Do so. Because your heart and the Holy Spirit says it's the truth. Brothers and sisters, I just pray for your strength and your encouragement. And I pray for your strength, brothers and sisters, to be upright and bold and courageous. It's a hard thing, it's not easy. Jesus spoke of the gates. The easy way is wide, and many will go through the easy gate, the wide gate, and the path that is wide and easy and smooth. And narrow is the gate and the path to heaven. 
It's not an easy path. And the enemy tries to constantly knock us off, to feed us with doubt. He is the accuser. He is also a liar. False evidence appearing real. Fear is what he wants to use to drive us to be fearful, to shrug our shoulders and give up, to be discouraged and be dismayed. But God encourages us not to be. Just like he told Joshua, have I not commanded thee to be of good courage, not to be afraid nor dismayed, for I, your Lord, thy God, am with you whithersoever thou goest. Wherever we go, brothers and sisters, he is with us. He is our banner. He is our shield. He is our protector. He is our Lord God. He loves us so much that he gave his only begotten son. And I'm sharing with you now from Daniel chapter three. And many will remember these names, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Those are Babylonian names that were given to them. Hananiah, Ansariah, Mishael. Those are their Hebrew names. And they were taken as teenage boys and lived out their days in captivity in Babylon. But this is what they told to Nebuchadnezzar, who was a fearsome king. And they told him and said, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. They didn't guard what they were saying. They did not mind sharing their faith. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his vicious was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heated. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind them and to cast them into the burning, fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen and their hats and their other garments and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's commandment was urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The fire was so hot that it slew the men that took to put them in the furnace. Therefore, and these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down and bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And then Nebuchadnezzar, the king, was astonished and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like unto the Son of God. Brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ appeared in the Old Testament several times. 
How would Nebuchadnezzar know that this was the son of God? He didn't know God. He worshiped idols. He worshiped Babylonian gods, false idols. But the authority of the son of God was shown to him. And the spirit of God came and showed himself to Nebuchadnezzar. He recognized the son of God in the midst of the furnace. And he came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, ye servants of the most high God, come forth and come hither. And when they came out at the midst of the fire, and the princes, the governors, and the captains, and the king's counselors being gathered together saw that these men whose bodies the fire had no power nor was a hair on their head singed. Neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed onto them. Brothers and sisters, I share that passage with you because we have that as well. It is Lord God Almighty, sovereign over all things that walks with us. The Holy Spirit guides us and Jesus Christ is in us. If we have accepted him, that he is the only begotten son of God. And faith in God, we have that. doesn't matter what all these dark things are that are going on. Do not be fearful of them, brothers and sisters. Fear nothing. Don't let fear drive your actions or reactions. The Lord God Almighty is with us, whether, whithersoever we go. This being one of my favorite passages in the entire Bible. A Psalm of David, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, and he leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul, and he leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Brothers and sisters, he is our good shepherd. His rod and his staff is not to prod us and poke us along. It is to protect us, to guard us, to keep us safe. He is our good shepherd. He is our God. David writes in Psalm 19, as I've shared with you before, that all around us, if we hear with our spiritual ears and see with our spiritual eyes in faith, brothers and sisters. The heavens declare the glory of God and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day utter the speech and night unto night answer, showeth knowledge. Those things around us, they know of him. They declare Lord God Almighty. There is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. If you have a spiritual ear 
and that spiritual eyes. You see it and you hear it. It doesn't matter what language you speak. It doesn't matter where you live. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as the Son of God and you have faith in God, you will know it. Their line has gone out through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun, which is as a bridegroom coming out of his chamber and rejoiceth as a strong man to run a race. His going forth is from the end of the heaven and his circuit unto the ends of it, and there is nothing hid from the heat thereof. Brothers and sisters, everything declares sovereign God. But the spiritual ears, as Jesus said, they that have ears, let them hear. The ears of the spirit, brothers and sisters. And in Psalm 16, I share a couple verses with you. Verse 7, I will bless the Lord who hath given me counsel. My reins also instruct me in the night seasons. When things are dark and we think that we're on our own, we're not. Verse 11, Thou wilt show me the path of life, in thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. He is always with us. He is our strong tower. He is our shelter in the time of storm, brothers and sisters. In Psalm 18, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. All these things around us that are happening according to mammon, but Lord God is sovereign. And I love this. I'm going to share this with you too out of my Jewish Bible. <laughs> I tried to share some things with you. And the pronunciation is hard, so I have to practice and learn pronunciation. But I'm going to share this passage with you here. They're talking, and I shared with you out of Habakkuk. In Habakkuk 3.4, it is a brilliant light which gives off rays on every side, and therein his glory is enveloped. Or enveloped. Depends on where you're from, how you pronounce that. But a very interesting thing by a Hebrew teacher, rabbi. The Hebrew word for light, or or, is very similar to the word for awaken or oyer, according to this teacher, Michael Monk, in his book that he wrote, The Wisdom 
in the Hebrew alphabet, he's teaching or trying to enlighten those that want to learn. And what he teaches is that light is the element that awakens creation to develop just as it is that physical light, as it does in the greenhouse or the grow house or a grow light, some people call them now. It stimulates growth that the plants would come up. So does the light of the Lord Jesus Christ stimulate our spiritual growth. And it prods our intellectual light to achieve our potential. Brothers and sisters, that is, to me, that's very profound. Because that light that Jesus Christ, that light that is Jesus Christ that we are called to reflect into this dark place, brothers and sisters, is that grow light. It's a grow light. It grows our faith. It provokes us to grow into that thing that we are called to do. To be about our Father's business. To share the light of the world that came and gave his life for us. Crucified on the cross that we would have that opportunity. He is that light that is within us, brothers and sisters. Once we have accepted Jesus Christ and we have and turn our faith to God instead of those things of mammon, those things I shared with you before, those dark things that are going on around us all the time, that doesn't matter because the grow light, faith, the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ and his God walking with us all the time Brothers and sisters, have you ever noticed something when you turn on the light switch on the wall in your house? What happens to the darkness? Does it sort of fade away slowly, kind of holding? No. When you trip that switch, darkness is gone. It's the same thing with the light of Christ. The light of our Lord Jesus Christ in us. Darkness flees. It's confounded by the light. And those serpents and scorpions, they scatter. They run away. They flee because they cannot tolerate the light. Hold on to the light. Seek the light. Stay in the word. Seek his face, his truth. The Lord is our rock. He is our shelter in the time of storm. Jesus is a rock in this weary land. This dreary land that it can be. There are beautiful things here and around us that God has given for us to share. But mammon has turned them to darkness. Has sullied this very gift that God gave us. And therefore, brothers and sisters, I encourage you. Be of good courage. Stand upright. Be bold in the righteousness of the word of God. Hold fast to the strong right hand that God holds out for us. Walk with him. Talk with him. Lean into God. He will not leave us nor forsake us.
And in a stormy season, he's right beside us. He is right there. Continue walking, brothers and sisters. For if you hunker down and you wait and you you question and you whine about why, 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 you're still in the midst of the storm. But if you hold on, God continues walking. Stay beside God. Seek his face. Walk with him. Talk with him. Praise him and thank him. And before you long, you look back over your shoulder and where's the storm? It's miles behind. It's gone. He calls us out into the light of his glorious days, brothers and sisters. Listen, lean in, hear him call. He loves us so much, brothers and sisters. I love you. I pray for you. My going out, my coming in, I'll remind you as often as it takes. And I will share this word as it was with the disciples to their last breath. Though the mountain may not be removed and the waters part so that I can walk on dry, I will still worship, honor, and praise my Lord God. And I will share his word until I cannot do so anymore. But until that time, until God tells me I'm done, I am invincible. We are invincible until God says otherwise. Brothers and sisters, again, I love you so much. Be of good courage. Stand upright. Be bold in the truth of the word of God. Bless you, brothers and sisters. Have a good day.